Hello, hello, and welcome to The Fierce Life with me, your host, Conceda Thomas. In this show today, we're going to be talking about how to know whether or not IF or intermittent fasting is a match for you. This episode was inspired by a question in our free support group. By the way, if you're not there, get there. Um, it's, it's our free support group over on Facebook, Women Achieving Lasting Weight Loss. Um, and someone wanted to know whether or not doing intermittent fasting was a good idea for a kickstart or a jumpstart to jumpstart her weight loss, get the weight coming to come off and to get into some better eating habits. So that's what you're going to learn about in this episode. Definitely get out a pen and paper for this one. Jam out to the show tunes, then meet me on the other side of the music. Welcome to The Fierce Life, presented by Conceda Thomas. This podcast is designed to give you the food and fitness strategies, tools, and inspiration that you need to create sustainable results without making the process a second job. You will save the mental and emotional energy that's normally drained by this process and instead use that energy to live your most fierce life. What if you could reduce belly bloating, eliminate water retention, and lose some of those initial water weight pounds all while positioning yourself to create sustainable weight loss? Would you want to do that? If you answered yes, then the Bloat Be Gone Challenge is for you. It is a three free day challenge inside of our free support group where you'll get guidance on what to eat and drink and how to move to get all of that done. And the really exciting side effect is that you're going to rewrite your internal narrative around what's possible for you on this weight loss journey and set yourself up for sustainable results in the future. We get started on September 23rd, but don't delay. Sign up now because there are going to be bonuses and goodies and little drips of information leading up to our start, and you don't want to miss out on any of that. So go to conceitathomas.com slash gone to sign up now. Hello. Welcome to episode 104. Let's just go ahead and jump right into this one. So the question was whether or not Intermittent fasting is a good idea, a good approach to use for a jump start to weight loss. And I've got to tell you that anytime I get a question, anytime you guys ask me whether or not something is good, my answer is always, it depends. So in this episode, we're going to explore what it depends on in terms of whether or not intermittent fasting is a good idea for you. And I'm going to be really honest with you, a really big red flag goes up for me. And I want it to start to go up for you. Whenever you catch yourself thinking, is this a good jump start, like a good way to get it off? Because when you're saying, is this a good way to get it started? Is this a good way to get it off? What you're really asking is whether or not this is a viable quick fix within that question. I also want you to begin to hear there is a potential lack of interest or lack of commitment to making that approach a lifestyle. And I always want you to remember the pendulum effect. I don't know if that's a real principle or if I made that up, 
But if you've ever played with a pendulum, you know that when you take the, pen, the ball to the far left, and if you pull it way, way, way high up and you let it go, then that ball that's to the far right is going to swing wildly up and out. And you know, if you only pull that pendulum to the left just a little bit, it will hit the other balls and that energy may not even transfer enough for the ball on the right side to swing up. And it's the same thing with our eating and our fitness approach. The more wildly, like the bigger overhaul and the bigger change we make in how we're eating, the bigger side effects that we can expect in terms of cravings, hunger, etc. So that is why I really do not promote dramatic overhauls on here because there will be there will be side effects. There will be it's gonna you're gonna pay for it on the back end, okay? So whenever you find yourself thinking, is this a good way to kick it off? Is this a good way to just, you know, get myself um, some quick pounds off, and then I can settle into something more realistic for me, that should be a huge red flag. So I'm going to explore an alternative question instead, which is how to know if intermittent fasting is for you in the long haul. Because anything that you're doing just to get some quick weight off real quick, it backfires. It really does. And I think if you're listening to this, if you've been following me for any amount of time, it's because my message resonates and my message is all about designing a lifestyle that's not only effective to produce results, but that it also feels good. And most quick fixes don't feel good. Actually, all of them. So let's jump into, should you be doing IF? Is it a match for you? How to know what to consider? Let's go there. So the first thing that you want to know when you are considering any type of eating approach is if you're trying to eat for weight loss, there are two things that have to happen. And really it's three, but two and three depend on each other. So the first thing that has to happen is you have got to create a caloric deficit. The bottom line is if you're eating more than you're burning off, then you will not lose weight. I don't care if it's clean food. I don't care if it's paleo food. It doesn't matter what kind of food, if it's magic hocus pocus food, if you are eating more than you are burning, then you will not lose weight. However, it's not as simple as tracking calories, cutting calories, tracking calories of, ex of calories burned during exercise. It's not that simple. There are other things at play here, and that's where two and three come in. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Coaching Club. Coaching Club is my group coaching program. It's a monthly membership where you can get all of your workouts programmed and planned for you. Full follow along workout videos so that you are working out right alongside me. Access to a database of over 100 figure friendly meal ideas and growing every single month and camaraderie, support, and access to a coach every single day. That's just the tip of the iceberg of what you get in Coaching Club, but I think you get the point. And for a limited time, you can try out Coaching Club for yourself for one week at no risk by claiming your one-week free trial. Head over to ConcitaThomas.com slash trial. That's ConcitaThomas.com slash trial to claim your one-week free trial of Coaching Club. 
The second thing that an eating program that's designed to help you lose weight should do for you is it should help you to balance out the hormones that control fat storage, fat burning, hunger, and cravings. And so the way that you will know whether or not you're eating in a way that those key hormones are balanced is whether or not your hunger is under control, whether or not you're, you have energy or you feel super lethargic, whether or not you are craving like crazy and literally can't stop thinking about candy or chips or a vending machine, whether or not you're able to get to sleep at night, at, stay asleep at night, whether or not um, your libido takes a hit. So all of those things are clues as to whether or not those key hormones that will allow for fat burning are actually in balance. So that's the second thing that an eating plan that will give you sustainable results will do for you. And the third thing, which is kind of tied to number two, right, is it has to be feasible and enjoyable. It has to fit your lifestyle. It has to include foods that you like. It has to include the volume of food that is most preferential to you, right? So if you are a volume eater and this program um, is very much so it's, it's, it's say for instance, like a keto type program, which will be, you know, you're really, really tightly controlling carbs, but you can have fats, but at the same time, you have to create a caloric deficit, but maybe you don't feel very full and satisfied when you eat high fat foods and you can only eat a certain amount of them, right? So that you don't overdo it on calories and you really like fruits maybe, right? So all of those things are considerations. So if that's the case, a keto approach would not be enjoyable for you, even though it could possibly be effective if you're able to make yourself stick to it. So all of those things are a consideration. So we said that the first thing is understanding what a a, an eating program that is geared towards sustainable weight loss should do. And we said that, number one, it has to help you stay in a caloric deficit. If it can't do that, if, if you find it hard to stay in a caloric deficit eating that way, then it's not for you. It has to keep your fat burning, fat regulation, appetite regulation hormones in check. And you can tell whether or not it's doing that by whether or not you have extreme hunger or cravings or energy crashes. And then number three, you have to actually like it because let's just be real. If you don't like it, it will never be a lifestyle. So now that you know what any eating approach has to do for you in order for it to be both effective and enjoyable and sustainable, let's move on to the considerations. What should you consider if you think the intermittent fasting or IF could be for you, what are the considerations? So the first thing you need to under you need to consider is, do you struggle to stop eating when you start, right? Do you struggle to stop eating when you start? So for instance, if you struggle to stop eating when you start, the frequent feeding model may not be for you, right? Intermittent fasting may be better for you because I know that there was a time when I was doing bodybuilding and I had to eat six times a day, every two to three hours, really small meals. And if I was prepping for a show or a photo shoot, that was relatively easy to do because, you know, that motivation, that deadline was there. And that would kind of keep me in check. I was also weighing and measuring meals and meal prepping for the week. So I was literally 
taking Tupperware out and heating and eating. So that made it a little bit easier logistically to stick to certain portions. However, what I did notice is when I was not prepping for a show, when my meal prep was maybe a little bit more lax, but I was still eating like every two to three hours, the portions, the calorie content of those meals and snacks would creep up. And then either I would maintain when I was trying to lose, or sometimes I would gain when I was trying to maintain. So I eventually moved away from that lifestyle because I was, I was always eating. Every two to three hours I had to eat. And then when I would eat, the meals would be relatively small. So then I would eat some more. So if you find that that's the case for you, then moving to a more infrequent feeding model, possibly intermittent fasting, could be a good idea for you. The other thing to consider is, do you prefer larger meals? This is a key reason why um, some people that I know have moved to intermittent fasting because the frequent feeding model, eating every two to three hours, made it really hard for them to maintain a caloric deficit, much like I shared that that became the case for me. So they, they really liked having larger meals, being able to really enjoy a meal, being relatively full when they finished and move on with life, as opposed to with the frequent feeding model, sometimes you eat that meal, it's maybe, you know, a 200, 250 calorie meal because you're eating six of them a day and you don't even feel satisfied and then you're annoyed and then, then you're thinking about food all day. So if you find that that's the case for you and you prefer larger, more calorically dense meals, like a more hearty meal, okay, intermittent fasting Maybe that could work for you because with intermittent fasting, and I, I should have explained that in the beginning, but intermittent fasting, for those of you that don't know, I just assume that anybody listening to this episode would know because if you'd see the title, you'd be interested because you knew, but let's not make that assumption. Let's roll it back. Intermittent fasting is a practice by which you, you have a defined feeding window meaning you eat between very specific hours and you have a, a, lo a relatively long period of time. There are different ways to do intermittent fasting, but a relatively long period of time where you're not eating. Some people do anywhere between 12 to um, 16 hour fasting window is really popular, but some people stretch it out even more and make their feeding windows even smaller. So you may only be eating anywhere between six to 12 hours a day, maybe the only time of day when you allow yourself to consume food. So now that I've said what intermittent fasting is, if we roll it back, if you prefer larger meals, intermittent fasting may be for you. Because let's say you have a feeding window of only eight hours and you really like large meals and you have two really large meals and a substantial snack and then you're fine not eating for the other 16 hours of the day, then IF may be for you. The other thing to consider is how do you feel when you go a long time without eating? Most intermittent fasting protocols will call for, at the very minimum, a 12-hour fasting window. How do you feel physically when that happens? Are you able to concentrate? Do you have energy? Can you function at work? Do you have the energy to keep up with your regular day-to-day -day demands? And does your lifestyle support this way of eating? That's number four. Does your lifestyle support this way of eating? So if you only have an eight-hour window, and I'll give you a personal example. If I've tried IF. I've tried different variations of it, and I, some may say that I still practice one variation of it today, but I'm not a strict practicer of IF. I just really do what works for me in any given week, in any given season. But I have tried IF before, 
where you have an eight hour eating window. And I quickly realized that was not for me because I get up relatively early. I work out. I work all day. I'm fine fasting most of my work day. However, when my kids get home from school, it's usually snack. I enjoy eating dinner with my family. There was no one eight hour window that really worked for me. The best I could do was like a 12-12. And that actually felt pretty good on some days. So however, there are times when if I go three days where I've done a 12-12, 12 hours of eating, 12 hours of fasting, when I get up for that morning workout, I may be really low on energy and it may feel crappy. So then I don't do it. Okay. But some people can do this. Some people feel good. Some people report feeling more clear, both Mentally, some people report having more energy when they go longer periods without eating. So you have to consider how you feel to know whether or not this works for you and whether or not your lifestyle supports this way of eating, right? Can this work with your schedule? Now, let's move on to some of the psychological considerations. How does having a cutoff time affect your psychology and eating choices? And you know, I think this may be the biggest consideration because if we're just being honest, for most of us, weight loss is maybe 5% knowledge, 5% practice, and the rest psychology, right? We need to know what to eat. Sometimes we're maybe a little bit confused about things, and then we need to get used to it. We need to turn it into a habit, but a lot of times it's the psychology of it all that trips us up. So how does having a cutoff time affect your psychology and your eating choices? For instance, if your feeding window ends at 8 p.m. and it's 7.30 and you're not hungry, but you know that you can't eat again until 8 a.m., do you all of a sudden start foraging? Do you all of a sudden just start eating for no reason? Or because you know you only have eight hours to eat and you don't like the way it feels to be hungry, do you make food choices that aren't really that beneficial and that don't really even help you to stay in a caloric deficit because you're like, well, I only eat twice a day. So I can have, you know, this lunch that maybe is like 2000 calories. <laughs> And, and having a 2,000 calorie lunch and, you know, what, at whatever dinner does not keep you in a caloric deficit. So that's something else to consider. Like, what is your current behavior around food? Do you have a scarcity mindset around food? Some would argue that overcoming the scarcity mindset around food is important, and I think it is. However, that may mean that your first step is not doing an eating approach like IF where you create scarcity on purpose, where you literally say between this hour and this hour, I cannot eat, period, point blank, water the end. And then the final consideration is does it feel good? How does it feel? So if you are someone who, you know, I enjoy larger meals, I do have a hard time um, when I start eating, I kind of just keep going. So frequent feeding does not work for me. I feel okay when I go, you know, a long time without eating. My energy is not affected too much. My lifestyle can support this. And, you know, no, I don't have any particular issues around wanting to stuff myself just because my feeding window is about to end. If all of that checks out and you think IF may be for you, then okay, does it feel good? If, if you're in it and you're doing it, does it feel good or do you feel restricted? And that's a very important consideration. So 
guys, this is only the considerations part. <laughs> so, so far we've talked about what any program, any eating program that is geared towards sustainable weight loss should do for you. Now, now we've just finished talking about what you need to consider if you think IF may be for you. And now let's assume that it checked out and you decided that intermittent fasting is the way to go for you. How do I even get started, right? We said in the very beginning that any program should make it easy to maintain a caloric deficit and it should feel good. It should not be like that pendulum effect where you do a complete overhaul. And even if it checks out that IF may be for you, I would still argue that you don't want to go from, you know, eating round the clock to all of a sudden now you can't eat for 16 hours and you can only eat for eight. I would highly, highly recommend easing into IF, even if you determine that it is for you, easing into it so that you do not create that pendulum effect, right? Where it's all or nothing all the time. You're all in and then all of a sudden you're all out. So getting started could be as simple as skipping breakfast. You could literally, if you want to play around with it and see whether or not this feels good for you, skip breakfast and only eat lunch and a snack and dinner, right? And then once you've done that successfully, if you, if you, or the other way to get started is to just establish a stop for your eating, right? Maybe you like breakfast. It really works for you. So then establish a cutoff time. Like I will not eat after 8 p.m. And anyone who, who like dieted in the 80s or 90s, that probably sounds really familiar because they used to tell us to not as if there was some magical time, right? To stop eating. And we know that it's not. But establish a time after which you no longer eat or decide that you will skip breakfast. And then whichever one of those you start with, then you can incorporate the other and see where that leaves you in terms of a feeding window. You may discover that you have a 14-hour feeding window and you're fasting for 10 hours. When you, say for instance, decide that you skip breakfast and I'm going to cut off my eating at eight. And then you can evaluate how it's working for you to determine whether or not you need to dial it in even more to follow a, a more structured protocol, right? Where it's a 12 and 12, 12 hours fasting, 12 hours feeding, and then maybe dial it in, in even more to 16 hours fasting and only eight hours feeding. Totally up to you. These are just ideas of where to start and how to ease into IF if you determine that it may be a good fit for you. Then finally, it's not as simple as deciding whether or not it may work for you, getting started. You always, always, always on any program have got to pay attention. Just like seasons change, feelings change, people change, your body changes. And just because something is working well doesn't mean it will always work. Our bodies are really good at adapting and your body may adapt on you and IF may have been working well and then all of a sudden it may not be anymore. So the things that you want to monitor forever is would be how I'm, how is my hunger, right? Obviously, if you're fasting for any, you know, length of time, you're going to be a little bit hungry, but like, am I experiencing hunger or am I always just like hungry? Is hungry the state that I live in or do I experience some hunger from time to time? Obviously, you want the latter. How are my cravings? Am I craving foods? How's my energy? How's my mood? How's my sleep? My libido, my performance, all of that. If any of that stuff starts to change for the negative, then it's time to reconsider whether or not IF is still for you. 
It may turn out that intermittent fasting is working for you just fine. Maybe your meal composition has gotten a little wonky and needs to be adjusted. That's possible. Or maybe IF in general has, has worn out its welcome with your body. And that is what you need to know about eating programs in general, or you need to consider if you think IF may be for you, how to start and ease into it if you think IF could be for you, and what to monitor over time if indeed you do go down that road. So I hope this has been a helpful episode. This is probably more of an answer than she ever hoped to get when she asked the question, but that's okay. And my fierce follow-up for you today, should you choose to accept, is to just decide yes or no. Is IF, intermittent fasting, something that you need to consider, something that you want to consider, and something that you want to try? And just let us know over in the free support group. That said, you don't have to do this alone. We do have a free support group where we talk about these types of things. You can join us at concedathomas.com slash become a fierce friend. If you have listened this far, that probably means you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to share it out on social media. You can access the show notes page at conceitathomas.com slash EP105. And then finally, whichever podcast platform you're listening to this episode on, don't forget to subscribe so that you will be notified when the next episode goes live. That's all I have for you today, Fierce Friend. Until next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game, and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas Apparel Shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees, and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code FIERCEFRIEND for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at ConceitaThomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more falling up the wagon, just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit. Hurry up, our introductory promo rate won't last forever, so schedule your audit now. If you've been wishing for fitness wear that was so comfortable that you would never want to take it off, yet fashionable enough to actually wear out for a night on the town, then you've got to check out my friends and sponsor Blessed Body Wear. Guys, they've got the goods. Once you try their squat pants, no other pants will do. I promise you, they're my absolute favorite. Visit blessedbodywear.com today and use promo code NOFUSS, N-O-F-U-S-S, to save on your order. 